Delighted to be joined by Neve Reed Burke at this stage. Neve, you're coming back to the National League. Last season probably wasn't this season you expected. You must be excited, eh? Oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited at this stage because um after just having like a kind of nearly probably I'd say a season or two of just a bit of burnout and kind of life changes that happen when you get older and um, that I kind of just got down on playing football for a while so I took time out went did a bit of travelling and then came back and started in um, to pre-season with P-Mount and it's just made me so excited for this weekend Was there ever really an opportunity that you may not come back to football? Uh, yeah I, like, I did think about it and I suppose when I had the time to reflect I had been thinking like I was playing at the top level for as long as I can remember um, probably about 15 14, 15 when I joined like the top league which wasn't the Women's National League at the time and then in the la- like, kind of the end of 2016 start of 2017 kind of I was juggling full time work with a Masters and top level football um, including international it just was so much that I kind of got burnt out and at that stage I was kind of thinking jeez I, I don't know I don't know if I can do this for much longer so I'm actually delighted I took the break and it kind of gave me the it, it, I realised I missed being part of a team and I missed like the hard work that's involved in being part of a team and in football itself so that's why I'm excited to be back as well So would you say rather than when you left Shelburne midway through last season it was more of a relief for you personally rather than ex- yeah. leaving football uh, it, but Again it wasn't for any bad reasons it was just for my own personal I kind of just felt that everything was kind of getting a bit too much because for some for so many years I'd been used to stre- being stretched in so many different directions but just when you get to um the different levels of what I was like working full time and doing a master's and playing international football and playing for the women's national league in which else like they're all like quite demanding and by the end of it something had to give and I thought football's the one thing that has been there for my life and stepping away for a couple of months to see if I can get the love for the game back I was I was like happy to take it that route rather than um, drop out of a Masters or quit the job or anything like that so I, I suppose I was lucky in a way that I was able to fall back in love for the sport and I, that's why I'm just super excited to get back like playing and being part of a team and hopefully do some, some like something really successful for P-Men Club itself Does it feel weird though considering like you would have spent a lot of your time with Rohini and then with Shelburne so a lot of the girls would have been the same does it feel different going into a different club this year? Again, like I like the only seniors club I'd ever played for was Rakini slash Shells, so that was a daunting thing. Like going in as the newbie, as uh, like getting to know players, and I still am understanding their style and each individual for the way they play themselves as well. So that was really really daunting, and it was one of the things that I was most nervous about. But I suppose when you go in and you get to know different personalities and they get to know you, it's kind of an exciting kind of time because you feel like the newbie on a team when for so many years I've been the senior person or one of the senior people with them Rohini slash shells but just looking like even look at the P-Mount dressing room you still now will be one of the more experienced players a lot of the girls will be quite young did they make you do any sort of initiation when you arrived <laughs> no and don't give them any ideas because, <laughs> because that's not my type of thing to be stepping out in the, in the, in, in the spotlight we seen recently, like, you were away in, down, I think it was down in Climb Crawl Pass with, with P-Mount. Did things like that, do they help to bet in? I, act, I actually 
actually, I was unfortunate. I had a family 60th that I couldn't attend that. So I was actually raging because it sounded like the most fun ever. And like that, they said they do that every single year for pre-season to get like the whole team together. And when new people come in, that they get to know each other personally as well as just as teammates. So I was raging that I missed that. But the stories that have come back sound hilarious. And I'm sure there'll be another one to, for the likes of me that weren't able to attend on that, that occasion. But uh, I'm excited and kind of nervous to see what, what they're like. How did the move come about? Because like coming across the opposite side of the city, it wouldn't have been something, let's be honest, we, we all knew the rumours coming out about Karen, Anya, Claire, even Noel going back to Shelburne, but the rumour yeah. about you going to P-Mount was the one that when it dropped, nobody expected it. Yeah, like I suppose for me, again, I'd only ever played senior football for one club, as like I call it the one club, um, and it kind of, for me, I got to a point where I was, I've concentrated a lot of my career in the last two years and um, with that I kind of took a back seat with the international scene so um, when I came to it and saw that I was kind of getting burnt out with football and when I was going to take a few months off I had the choice to kind of come back with a completely clean slate and to try and challenge, challenge myself and get to know different people and a different style of football or go back and play with the girls that I grew up with and sometimes like it's it's Sometimes life it's easy to take the easy decisions, but I just decided to challenge myself in something and see it would really pre- it either make, make or break my like future career in football if I was able to go back and play and compete at another level but in the same league. And that's why I kind of chose PMEG just because they have a similar like um, work ethos, I suppose, and they've got a great underage structure as well to support the team going forward. So I think that's what kind of made my decision in the end for me. And um, luckily, so far, it's gone really well. And pre-season has been great. And I'm getting back to the way that I I was confident in maybe 2015, 2016. So I'm hoping that maybe later in the season, we'll have something to prove for it. It's fair to say, like, you could have really just rested on your laurels and said, I'll go back to Shelburne. And nobody would have really batted an eyelid at you. Yeah, and I'm like... I when I like stepped away from football, that was my my thought was that I just needed a couple of months out. I went travelling. I did things that for many years I wasn't able to because I always had the international scene and um, club level football. Um, especially last season when we started playing through the summer, so we didn't have that kind of opportunity. And I just said, you know what? When I'm taking this break, I'll go and get travelling out of my system and like just kind of do things that I didn't get a chance to when I was younger. And my idea was to go back to Shelburne and I would have been, again, happy to do it because they're the girls I grew up with and then the new girls coming in are just bringing even more depth to what is an already strong squad. So that was my idea to go back. But then when I started thinking about my decisions and what made me become burnt out and my stage of life, I just said, you know what, I'll go back and have a clean slate and be challenged in a different way. So that's what I did. Did payment? did the management give you any promises when you signed or did you just say work hard and I'll get your opportunities? No promises at all. Like he laid it out, so both of them laid, laid it out on the table and said, "This is the same rule for everyone, and you work hard and prove yourself, and when you get your chance, you take it." But that's the same rule across the board, and that they just go by fairness, and that's all you can ask for. So you you can't be expecting to walk into any team, especially with the levels of young young and even senior players in the league at this stage so I, that's that's all I wanted and I I kind of thrive on proving myself 
in every kind of aspect. So I'm just hoping I can do that. You would have played a lot and trained a lot with Emma Byrne at Ireland, but now with Nisha McAloon being a lot younger, you're sort of reversing the roles as Emma would have been the one experienced, the one to mentor you, where you have the opportunity to give her your sort of experiences. That must be an interesting dynamic, being able to work with younger goalkeepers as well to help them improve. Yeah. I actually have never, I, I don't really think about, about it like that because with Nisha, like, she's just, she's so energetic and so quick and there's so many things that I can learn from her that I don't really feel like the mentor I we have a really good working relationship and like I think that's really important when there's only two of you in the position that you don't want that kind of rivalry to be overstepping what you have as the only two people in the same position on the pitch so I don't really see it as like a mentorship or anything I just see it as two friends and like I hope I can teach her things that like I'm, I'm learning other things from her and I'm hoping she can pick up on a few things from me and we can just push each other because if I'm pushing her and she's pushing me it's only going to benefit the team and both of us as players as well Does it help that like she's an international experienced goalkeeper as well so you, as you said like she really is going to push you because she was number one for the last two seasons and she won't want to give that up easy Yeah exactly and like she as I said like I'll push her as much as she's going to push me, but her international experience has stood her because she's the current under-19 keeper and she's doing really, really well. And she's the respect of all the players and teammates as well. And it's very, it's very obvious to see when she plays and in the dressing room and things. So, like I said, like it's only going to be good for me as a player and to give myself another challenge and a new challenge that I've, I've never experienced before. Um, so I'm just I'm enjoying training with her and with Derek, our coach at the moment. And again, just some different kind of uh, philosophies on football that I'm seeing is helping me as a player, especially now me being kind of later on in my 20s, where it was like kind of like you kind of lie down and just leave it or you give it one more go and see if it works. Have you set yourself any real goals for the season or is it just going to be take it game by game and just see what opportunities come your way? To be honest, like the one goal I've set myself is just to make sure that every session and every match that I go to is that I enjoy it because that's what I uh, lost like for a while and I literally just want to get the love of the game back. So that's my first goal and then everything else that happens and I feel like when, I, when I'm happy in playing I'm more confident and then everything else kind of seems to fall into place easier then so that's pretty much my only goal for the season Consi- personally as that is Considering P-Mounts lost the league on the last day of the season they lost the, the, the League Cup final and they were beaten in the quarterfinals of the FAI Cup I'd say there must be a real big buzz around the club everybody just wants to get going now because they've seen what could have been last year and they really want to build on it again yeah, and and like I suppose the team is is quite, very very strong now, and it's it's quite like there's no definite starting eleven, and everyone's pushing each other on and off the pitch, and it means that the, every training session you go to is is great, like and you can see how good all the players are, and so it is a positive thing, and I suppose we just have to channel the like energy in the right way and the um the atmosphere is the right kind of atmosphere and the mentality is the right kind of mentality but we just have to like make sure that we treat every game and it, like it's the only one and then you take the next one as it comes and that's the way our approach is going to be for the season UCD up first Anya, Karen and Claire all played with UCD last year UCD really have a point to prove when they come to Grenoble on Sunday won't they? Oh yeah um, and I think it's great like not only for 
uh, Anya, Claire and Karen, but also for UCD because they've gone through a, a lot of change this between last season and this season. So it'll be great for their young players and some of their kind of up-and-coming players um, to really show themselves. And the same with us as well because we've a lot of um, we've a lot of young players coming up through the ranks, and that I think will make big stars in the future for Irish football. But I think it's just going to be kind of trying to <laughs> like contain that giddiness nearly at the start of the season and just make sure that we put in a good performance and I'm sure it's going to be a cracker of a game anyway. Considering how the standard of football has, has risen in the last couple of years, what's the biggest difference you've noticed from when you started in the National League to now? Um, I think fitness levels because you're actively training harder in better facilities and with better coaches and everyone has been held accountable as well for themselves for their own fitness and it's not just the management that are like demanding it it's the other players you're playing with in the league because you realise you're at the top top league in the country at the moment and we're the ones that are helping the youth become future stars for the Irish team as well so I think that's mainly the big difference I've seen from the start of the Women's National League until now Being your, your influence and your career choices would you be imparting some of your wisdom that you would have learned considering you would have done a degree in sports management and then you, you've gone on to do stuff in nutrition and all that. Would you be parting your sort of knowledge on the players and helping them with things like that if they ever needed advice? Yeah, like if they come up and ask me, I've no problem. I'm being, uh, like nutrition is my passion, so I love talking about it. So whenever anybody approaches me and asks me, I'm happy to help them. But I, I don't, I don't... Uh, go on nagging them about what they're eating or anything like that because um, I'm there to be a teammate to enjoy the football and sometimes it's nice to set a step out of the work atmosphere as well you know and just have friendships on and off the pitch On the work atmosphere like what would a typical day in terms of a match day be for Neve Burke in terms of meals wise what sort of stuff would you be eating before games? Yeah so um, if you take it that it's our home games kick off at half six so you actually have loads of time to eat and sometimes it's the best thing to do to distract yourself before a game so I'd usually just I have a lie on I get up I'll have a like a decent uh, uh, breakfast and then I have like my pre-match meal at about three or four o'clock and it's kind of individual but I like just having it's probably boring but I like having my baked potato with beans and scrambled egg or chicken or whatever I feel like on the day but I usually keep it simple and um, that's pretty much it before the game then I'll just top up with some carbohydrates before we in the dressing room before we go out for a warm up just so that I'm not starving when I go off the pitch then again and that's pretty much it it's, it's, it's not rocket science and it's just whatever keeps you feeling well and not too full and not hungry on the pitch when you're performing and that keeps you focused during the game that's all you can really look for in your pre-match meal and you're like build up your weekend really have to change though on Sunday considering you're playing at 2 o'clock rather than playing a, your normal half 6 yeah yeah and I think it's good because all the games will kick off all at the same time and uh, it'll be an exciting start and I say like the social media channels will be buzzing after but it'll be pretty much the same I'll just have a slightly different meal at uh, maybe like 10 11 o'clock in the morning have something nice that's nutritious and then just again have something before we we step out on the pitch to warm up and then have a nice meal afterwards again and after training just or after the match so that you're not starving then going into the new week and things so that's pretty much it it's all the basics just done well and simply people don't really see this side of football though do they they just think you're gonna rock up play your game and go home like it's becoming such a big 
part of the football now, especially considering like you look at every player, they want to be the best player they can be. So they're all, you can see them sometimes in their chicken and broccoli. Like it's really become such a big part of football. Yeah, I suppose it's just been one of those areas that um, nobody really looked at over the years, and now I think there's a big like focus and a drive on all the aspects of uh, being a player, whether it's even team sport or uh, an individual athlete. Like it's just something that's come to the forefront, and it is big, big part. Um, whether you're injured or recovery, or even like carb loading or pre-match um, it is a necessity and I think it's great that people are paying more attention now and it is just those little differences can make a huge impact for your team or if it's your individual race event or whatever it is so um, there is a lot to learn and I still think that um, there's probably not a like enough of it is clear, there's a lot of grey areas but again it's just good that people are talking about it, trying different things to see what suits them how will I how much would it be paid? I'd say, like, for a national league, some players might not pay as much attention, but when it comes to international, is this all just laid in front of you and you're told this is what you have to eat, or was there was there always a freedom of that sort of thing? Yeah, I suppose um, with a lot of players being playing in England and in Europe and even in the States, they'd be uh, open to other players and even to the support network that they get and they'd be given a lot of information but it's great to see that other girls just take a natural shine to it and want to know what's good for them and like want to know what's the best thing to do for them to recover and to perform the best they can, can so it's a lot it's that way a lot of the time and then now in the recent years and I know I'm not in with the setup at the moment and maybe I will be in the future but um, up until 2017 there was still you could see the entrance of all these kind of sports science support coming in um, which is obviously well needed because not everybody is um, knowledgeable in in that area like I wouldn't be as knowledgeable in other areas as well so it is really good to see that coming through but I think it's definitely something that needs to be driven and like kind of developed going forward especially at international level is that why last year's press conference was so important because these sort of things that the girls got now yeah and it's probably changed again since I've if, since I've left the international setup but uh, definitely and it was just those things that um, people didn't feel confident enough to be doing it by themselves and um, at international level a lot of the girls who were playing overseas would see the other countries getting this help and they wouldn't have been afforded it that was just the need and it is a, a, like it is a need when you're playing international football to have those support networks because like I said not everybody is is uh, has studied or is knowledgeable in all aspects um, and nobody will will be the full package so everybody needs a bit of de- development in different areas and you just need that support network and I suppose that was one of the things that we added in is just to have the sports science support is like essential and um, it's it was they were bringing it in slowly as I was as I as I left last year, so I can only imagine it's getting better with Colin and Zine there. How how big are the aspirations still to represent your country? Like I know from watching you play over the years, one of the games that always sticks out to me was the one 0 loss away to the USA, where I probably think you, the best game you probably ever will have. How big are the ambitions still to get back into the the Irish setup? Uh, but I'll take your one now. Um, no, uh, it, ha- it, like, it is in the back of my mind, but at the moment, um, last year, and when I finished my Masters, I said I wanted to focus 
on my career and that's what I've been doing so far and I've just started a new job in, in sport and high performance sport as well so I'm, and I'm, I'm happy there and getting back into football and enjoying it and building up from there and I suppose uh, establishing, establishing myself as a player with P-Mount as well they're like my immediate thoughts and look if the opportunity comes again it would be something that I would definitely think long and hard about and it would be um, something that I'd like to do again but at the moment as I said I'm just focusing on my career and getting back playing for P-Mount the new club so I'm looking forward to it If we were to ask you in six months time do you reckon we'll get get a response that you're happy again playing football like you're smiling again because that's when you really enjoy it most you can ask me now because I'm already smiling again. The time that I took away, um, it, it made me realise like you miss being part of a like a team. You miss having teammates and you miss having training. If you're having a bad day in work or uh, in studying or whatever you're doing, and you can go to training and the others are there to help you, and you you just even the exercise like makes you smile. So like that's already happened for me, and that's what I missed when I stepped away from football for a while. And now I find myself just like being like, oh Jesus, will the will the season just start? Like I just wanted to 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 get underway and see people like the girls with shells and see the girls with Wexford and everything. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So I'm already enjoying it. And if it gets better in six months' time, I'll be delighted.